you remember when you got the raise or got that car you always wanted or bought that thing and you've been happy for the rest of your life, haven't you? No, doesn't quite work that way. So what gives us lasting happiness? That's what we're going to be talking about this morning on this edition of Coffee with Colleen. Good morning and welcome to Coffee with Colleen. If this is your first time watching me, my name is Colleen Hammond. I'm a former on-camera meteorologist for the Weather Channel and have been an image consultant and stylist for almost 40 years. Uh, And I love helping women reform their style on the outside, but I get so much gratification working on your inner self-confidence and bringing that forward. So that's what we're talking about today is happiness. So if that's something that you're interested in, make sure that you, I guess it's over here, hit that subscribe button and also click the little bell so that you'll know when our videos are put up because now we're doing one to two videos a week. So you don't want to be missing out on those. So unhappiness, where does that come from? Well, when people are unhappy, basically it boils down to fear, fear of loss, fear of not being enough, fear of danger, um, the, any kind of fear that you can think of. So when you can be happy that it's a sunny day, but if it rains, you're sad. Is that really a bad thing? I mean, we need rain, right? So I'm going to cover, actually, I know I said five, but I'm going to cover 10, uh, ways to be happy and 10 things that researchers have found that happy people do are or be um, that make them happy. First of all, happy people don't expect life is going to give them anything. They're just grateful for what they have. Um, They realize that just because they're a good person doesn't necessarily mean that bad things aren't going to happen. Bad things happen to good people and they realize that and they accept that. And good things happen to bad people. And they're okay with that. It's outside of their sphere of influence. It's not in their lane. And so they really don't worry about it. So they've given up on that notion or that idea that life owes them anything or that anybody else owes them anything. Um, And they see things as uh, what normally you would see something very negative, like cancer, affliction, death of a young child or death of a spouse or, you know, something like that, they realize that sometimes crappy things happen. That's life. You know, it's, it's tragic, but it's real. Good things, you know, bad things happen to good people. Tragedies do happen. It's part of life and they accept that. It's unfair. Yeah, they realize that. It just doesn't seem fair, but they accept that some things are regrettable and things, some things are tragic, but it is what it is. So it's not a question of, is life unfair? It's how you handle it and how you choose to move on. And happy people are just grateful enough for what they have and they move on in spite of these tragic events happening. Second of all, Happy people don't have conditions. And that's what I opened with. It's a condition for happiness. When I get this car, I'll be happy. When I make a million dollars, I'll be happy. When this person asks me out, I'll be happy. They understand that the happiness doesn't come from externals. 
doesn't come from outside events or things. Happiness comes from within. And they focus more on how they adjust to the bad things that happen as opposed to, uh, it, well, it, realizing that you can't change what has happened. So now what are you going to do? That's probably a better way to look at it. And they don't attempt to micromanage and control. You know, it's learning to relinquish that control. So they don't try to micromanage or control people, things, events, happenings, etc. that really are uncontrollable. You can't control another person. Sometimes, heck, can't even control yourself, for heaven's sakes. So take a look at those diet programs, right? Sometimes we just can't even control ourselves. And if you saw my uh, social media post yesterday, you'll see that we had fondue. Fondue and me don't get along, but I love it. It tastes so good. Third, people who are grateful realize that rain also comes with a rainbow. You don't have honey without a bee. You can't smell a beautiful rose without being concerned about thorns. So, yeah, the beauty of the thorn is beautiful and does have a, or beauty of the rose is beautiful, but it has a thorny side. Honey tastes amazing, but you might get stung when you're going to get it, except for if you're at the grocery store. So realizing that the good and the bad balance out, you know, the good does come with the bad. And learning that when the bad comes, learning to train yourself to see the good in that is a skill that happy people are not born with. This is a skill that they have developed. They may not remember when or where they learned it. It could have been for a parent, but realizing good comes with bad and with the bad also, there can be good. If you look for it, you have to see it. Number four, part of that looking for the good in a bad situation is hope. And the fourth quality that happy people have is hope. No matter what happens, they cling to that hope. They don't lose it. And they, they do plan for the future, right? But when the future doesn't quite work out exactly how they thought it might or they expected it would, they don't get destroyed and they don't, again, try to micromanage. They've learned to hack life rather than feeling hacked by life. So you start, it's an inside job. It's all internal. It's how you're looking at things and learning to maintain that hope and comfort that, yes, the sun sets, but we know it'll rise tomorrow. And if you're one of my classy confidants, uh, make sure that you text me at 214-214-4995 to be a classic confidant um, because I send out, I don't know, text messages a few times a week, try to be motivational. But one of the things I quoted the other day was a Tom Hanks quote where he said basically just this, you have to realize that today may be bad, but the sun will rise tomorrow. It's a new day and you can move on. Number five, happy people are forgiving people. And by forgiving, we we mean for truly forgiving, like forgive and forget. Because sometimes you have to accept, accept an apology from someone who will never give you an apology. Forgive them and move on. Just move on. Because being steeped in bitterness, holding grudges, doesn't do anything. Who is it? Well, let me see. Where is this quote? Uh, Buddha said, holding on to anger is like grasping a hot coal with the intent of throwing it someone else. You are the one that gets burned. 
<laughs> so bitterness and anger and lack of forgiveness uh, is part of that dragging you down feeling and happy people have learned to forgive their spouse for not being as understanding as they want to forgive your children for not maybe growing up and doing the things that you educated them to do when they were younger giving up grudges or injustices or slights from a friend that's all part of being happy and being grateful for the fact that you actually have friends you have children you have a spouse you know think about the people who have maybe lost a child you know, and children aren't supposed to die before their parents, quote unquote. Uh, so being grateful for the things that you have. Now, I'm not saying that when you, you are forgiving people, that means you allow abusive people in your life or toxic people. Go through my toxic people series and my course. I'll put a link for that in here in a bit. But you need to set boundaries. So when people are toxic, when they're too negative, when they are... Um, narcissistic etc you need to set boundaries and need to know how to do that limit your interactions with the people who are toxic in your life i always get the question yeah but what if the toxic person is your spouse i go into that in the toxic uh, people program but i'm not going to get into that now so learning to let go but don't be foolish about it and make sure that you maintain your boundaries and maintain your safety uh, mentally as well as physically sixth of all people who are happy know that having a happy attitude takes work like I said, you're not just born with it, right? They work and practice on maintaining a good perspective. I consider myself a pretty happy person. I consider myself fairly grateful. I'm a grateful person. But there are days that I get down and I, I you know, I, I just get, you know, so much happens and it starts piling on. And all of a sudden I find myself being snappy and grumpy and short with people. And I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, I got a lot going on. I got to back off a second. I got to focus on my gratitude. I've got to just take a break because happiness takes work. It doesn't come naturally to most people. Seventh of all, happy people have healthy thinking habits. So they can separate their perception from the facts. And remember, a good 70, 80% of your memory is not accurate. So when you're upset about things of the past, that's why you have two sides to every story. People remember things differently. So when you're upset and thinking and do you have conversations in your head, you're angry with somebody. And so you have these like imagined conversations in their head about how it would go if you ever got a chance to talk to this person. Um, yeah, that's not really helpful, especially if it's a bad conversation and you're yelling at them, you know, I mean, that's not productive. And that puts grooves in your brain that you don't want there. So separate your perceptions from the facts, number one, and don't, be, don't develop a victim mentality. You know, woe is me and things like this always happen to me and, and they made me so mad, you know, learn to take those type of negative thoughts. And we talked about that in the self-care series. That was part one of um, self-care was your inner critic. And then part two, we talked a little bit more about that. So go back and review those videos. Um, and if you're in the cafe club, you've got all the notes and the regular assignments and the, everything that go along with that series. So take that, we made, that person made me so mad. Now you've said, I'm a mad person. Instead saying what they did angered me. When, when they, I felt angry when they did that. So now instead of saying, I am mad as a whole person, you identified a brief moment. When they did that, I was angry. That, that brief moment. See the subtlety in there? Um, 
So, and, and get away from binary all or nothing type statements. It's awful. I can't stand it. It's, nothing's worse. It's devastating. Devastating. That's my word. You reserve extreme language like that for circumstances that deserve it, as opposed to making the minutiae in your life these big crises. Number eight, happy people are flexible in their thinking. They don't cling stubbornly to ways that they used to do things. And it goes back to the Albert Einstein, if you're going to continue to do the same things all the time and expect a different outcome, that's the definition of insanity. So realize that you have a right to change your mind. Your perceptions may not be reality, you know, learning to separate those from facts. And um, that will, you'll find that that opens doors for you as well. The ninth thing that happy people do is they love to learn. Happy people like to improve themselves. I have this great app called Blinkist. And I think I pay, I don't know, $60 a year for it. But it's basically cliff notes of books. And I tried to read the cliff notes of a book once a day. So I'm reading a new book once a day. I probably read four to five books a day, or a week rather. Um, I think yesterday it said this year so far I've read 150 some odd books. So... Yeah, I'm, I don't know if I'm ahead or behind because we're halfway through the year. This is the end of July. So I'm pretty much on target because sometimes I'll read a couple books in one day. But learning learning opens up new ideas in your brain. It, it may, and, and so people who love to learn, and you're here, so you obviously love to learn. So you're, you know, one of the, one of the 10 steps is already out of the way for you. You love to learn. And 10th and finally, happy people define their self-worth by their dreams, their determinations, their goals in life, not their regrets. So having a happy mindset and striving for something new, setting a target and going for something new builds self-esteem and it helps you build gratitude. And it's that, that foundation really for your sense of, of self-worth because you recognize that you are an evolving human being. You are becoming more than you were before. So if you've been down on yourself in the past, I hope you take advantage of these 10 tips and use them for you. If you do want a copy of the notes, make sure you become a member of the Cafe Club where you'll get all of the notes, the detailed notes and the transcripts and the whole shot. Um, and you can go to the uh, Cafe Club website and take a look at that and that goes through the different tier levels and what's included with each one and um, make sure that you also get a copy of the notes because the notes wait a minute where did that go there it is so you get an ebook of the notes that you can either print out or save to your computer uh, when you're a member of the cafe club so hopefully that was helpful for you and we will see you next time on coffee with colleen take care god bless bye